things are looking a little bit different around here. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm Coach Molly from Three Pines Leadership, and this is Lifelong. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for joining us if you're brand new. I am so glad you're here to spend this time with me today. I'm sorry for not being here last week. There's been some huge projects in the work, and I let work get ahead of me. So I haven't posted anything in this past week for the most part. But as a consolation prize, I have big announcements for you every week for the rest of the month and maybe on into next month even as well. So I'll stop having you hold on to the edge of your seat for this one. So do you want to hear this week's big news? <laughs> Every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Three Pines Leadership YouTube channel, we are doing live coaching. So on Wednesday of this past week, we did the Freedom Formula where we talked about unlocking those keys to living the life you've always wanted and always deserved. And this week coming on May 13th, we're going to be talking about the dynamic leader. So this is a course I've been working on for a while that talks about the 11 principles of dynamic leadership. So if you see yourself as a leader in any capacity in your community, in your family, in your workplace, in your school, anywhere, this is a course that is essential to your success as a leader. It's going to go over the different kinds of hats and duties and roles that we have as leaders in our communities, in our families, in our workplaces, etc. So if you want to make actual change in this world, if you want to make a difference, if you want to change the world for the better, then this is the place for you. So join us Wednesday, 11 o'clock Eastern on the Three Pines Leadership YouTube channel. I can't wait to see you there. This episode, I'm going to share with you five different communication tips that you need to start practicing and incorporating into your daily routine. The first one we're going to talk about is eye contact. When you're engaging in a conversation with someone, make sure you look them in the eye and smile. Natural eye contact gives off an air of confidence and assertiveness. <laughs> but at the same time, don't forget to blink. The second tip I want to share with you is a drill that comes out of the improv world, and it's known as yes and. So when you're in an improv skit, you always want to move the scene forward. You don't want to create a dead stop. And so what you're encouraged to do is to engage with the challenge that your scene partner gives you and then offer something more. And it's the same in a conversation. You want to engage that other person. So don't cut your conversation short. When you ask someone to elaborate on their opinion or their thoughts, you're responding in a way that both acknowledges and authenticates their thoughts and ideas. The third tip I want to share with you is in regards to our body language. So then this tip and the next tip tie into each other when we talk about messaging. So when we send a message, so I'm the sender and you're the receiver, when I send a message, I'm using words, I'm using my body languages, and I'm using my tone of voice, my inflection. They say that only 7% of the message we send is actually from the words that come out of our mouth. 
The majority of that message is sent by both our body language and our inflection. Implement nonverbal communication techniques like open body language, resting your hands at your side, facing the person you're talking to. And as I've already mentioned before, smile. The fourth communication tip that goes off of body language is our vocal inflection. That's the tone of voice we use. I'm really happy right now. Or, I'm really sad. <laughs> when you're not matching the words that are coming out of your mouth with the, your body language and the tone of your voice, that message can be very confusing. It either won't be interpreted, so there'll be a miscommunication, or there'll be a non-communication, or it will be interpreted very strangely or in a different way, which would be a miscommunication. Yes, it's important to pay attention to the words that we use, but it's also important to pay attention to how we present that message. Remember, speaking with a smile helps to brighten your voice naturally. The final tip I have today for communication is mindfulness. And I talk about mindfulness a lot in every aspect of your life. It's so important. So make sure that when you're in a conversation, you're taking the time to listen to understand. Don't just listen to respond. When we listen to respond, we aren't actually listening. We're spending that time allowing our brain to think about what we are going to say next. We're self-consumed in that moment. Rather than actually spending the time to listen, to understand, to build empathy for the person we're talking with. That can't happen if our brain is spending all of its time and energy focusing on what we want to say in response. We're going to miss out on the richness and the beauty of that conversation. Now, why am I talking about communication today? Because I want to tie it back into goal setting again. When we set goals, we tend to set them in this vacuum where we forget that there's other people around us and there's other people that we can ask for help. I talk a lot about building our support team, building our structure around us, and this has to do with that. Now let's talk about getting help when we're achieving our goals. There are few people who are capable of handling challenges and reaching their goals alone. However, the majority of cases require other people's support. They require that support structure. You can't always expect to finish bigger tasks on time without trusting others especially when you belong to a team. And you can accomplish more and become responsible over bigger and bigger projects if you ask for that help, if you're willing to accept that help. It all starts with trust. It's important to start trusting other members of your team. And although you may be better off doing everything yourself, you know you cannot actually finish all of these items on time. Every individual in a group certainly has their strengths and their weaknesses. And you can alleviate potential problems by choosing individuals that are best for the task at hand based on their skills, talents, and abilities. If you're stuck with someone who is a bit, let's just say, incompetent, uh, you can ask other people to supervise them and review their work, or you can build a coaching structure for them, and you can work with them to build their strengths in their area of weakness. Give other individuals time to finish their work and to give out creative ideas because that can be beneficial to everyone's best interest. More creative ideas are generated when people are able to bounce ideas off of each other, when they're able to build off other people's ideas. So when you have more creative ideas at, more creative thinkers at the table, you're going to generate more creative ideas. 
And for those team members who are less adept at that creative thinking, you're setting the stage for them. You're leading by example. You're immersing them in that atmosphere and giving them ideas, planting those seeds. And if you nurture those seeds, they will grow and those team members will become more creative. The other point is that delegation is vital to your success. When you delegate tasks to achieve your goals, you need to assign the right missions and the right tasks to the right people. This means that you should understand the individuals first before giving out any kinds of tasks. This is why team building and get to know you activities are so important. We need to understand our team members outside of just the tasks that they have to handle or the, the tasks that are written on their job description. You have no idea how talented some of your team members are if you don't have to think creatively and put yourself in a position that thinks outside of the box, let me tell you. You can review your list of your team members' strengths and weaknesses, and that way it allows you to delegate those tasks accordingly. Delegation is an important technique used by many leaders. And only a number, only a very small number of leaders actually, are adept at the gift of delegation. It takes a lot of work. When you appoint the wrong person for a job, it can cost you money, time, the entire project, reputations, future work, so much is on the line. But you know this, if you are the only one having problems or you doubt your own capabilities of finishing the job, you may need to rely on a professional to gain more confidence. This happens. Many leaders have coaches and professionals behind them. You may also even want to visit a psychologist or a psychiatrist to help boost your ego and motivate you as a good leader if you're feeling your self-confidence is in the pits. You can join groups and seminars about self-confidence. You can always make a point of talking to other leaders and successful people and follow in their footsteps and, lead and follow by their examples. You can also join all of our courses, our challenges on threepinesleadership.com or join us at our 11 a.m. Eastern Wednesday live coaching sessions on the Three Pines Leadership YouTube channel. There are also guidance counselors and experts available online who can give you exercises, tips, and guidelines to follow. And don't forget to mention accountability. Some programs are meant to help people develop trust in others, as well as make teams work more efficiently. And there are several changes that can occur while you're trying to achieve your goals. So you have to learn how to curb your team's efforts to continue being successful. Good habits take time dedication, and practice to become regular habits. Work on a good habit each week or each month, and, to, and this way you can continue to adopt good new skills. When you let them build on each other, you can move a mountain one stone at a time. Not everyone, though, is capable of being a truly effective leader. Anyone, though, can be quite adept in leading a few good workers. There are times when projects are just not in sync with your own personal strengths or your traits and your personality. And there are moments when you have to pass on that task to another leader so that you can step into the position of being a team member. By working at this level in the team, you can achieve great things. And this is still true to assigning the proper person to the proper function, depending on the task at hand. You do not always have to shine in the spotlight to be a truly effective leader. I talk to my students a lot about wolves when we talk about leadership and leadership roles. 
I know it sounds silly, but hear me out for a sec. When you watch a pack of wolves traveling and they spread out in this big line, break down who's in that line and you'll, you'll learn a few things. Just to keep it simple and quick, at the front of that pack, you'd expect to have your strongest leaders, right? Because that's what we're told. Our leaders lead our pack. That's not the case. The front of a wolf pack is generally the older and weaker members, and they set the pace for the rest of the team, where the stronger males are usually at the back of the pack, making sure that everyone follows, that everyone is together and nobody falls behind. You can be an effective leader without having the spotlight on you, without being center stage, without the microphone, without the loudspeaker, without even being known. Look at different areas of your life, in your, your family, your community, in your workplace. How are you able to find space as that quiet leader at the back of the pack? How are you able to lead from behind? Think about that this week. That's it for this episode, my friends. I hope you enjoyed it. Good luck communicating. Best of luck leading. I can't wait to see the amazing change that you're going to bring to the world. Thank you for spending the time out of your day today to listen to this episode. Next week, we'll have some more great stuff for you. I'll have another big announcement for you. And I hope to see you on Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern time on the Three Pines Leadership YouTube channel for the free dynamic leader training. <laughs> All right, everyone. Until next time, remember, I love you. Be excellent to each other.